Welcome back to Giggling Grind. Can you um, believe that this guy is make? He, I just said the first thing, and he goes, "No, you don't get to say the first words." <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's been two weeks. I apologize. That's mainly my fault. Yep. Um, Stefan got hit by a bus. You guys. We we're gonna save that till later, but yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later in the episode. Um. Yeah, things took a turn this week. It's been a week. That's why. Um, that's why we're talking about optimism. So first thing is, yes, I did get hit by a bus, and uh, if our audio sounds a little bit different, it's because we're recording in a different location. Mm-hmm. Um, we started off the week in, um, or my bad, this podcast mm-hmm. in a studio in Midtown Manhattan. Yes, we did. And now we're in a basement in Brooklyn. We're not in a basement. It's not a basement. Stop it. Um, it's my home. I'm on the first floor. I'm on the ground floor. It's not a basement. <laughs> my God, you we're, guys. We're in Brooklyn, basically in a basement. Stop it. In a closet right now. It's can... my media room. Oh, my God. And we're sitting here with a cell phone between us. And some lavalier mics taped to our chest. Yes. Sitting in two metal chairs, looking yep. at each other, talking. Yep. That's that's um, the levels. Shit got real, you guys. Yeah, this is uh, this is what entrepreneurship feels like. It is. This is winning right now. This is us winning. Look at us. Two winners. <laughs> <laughs> two winners. In one media room. So, yeah, that's that's what happened, and on Tuesday was it Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday I got hit by a bus. I was riding my bike over to a Monday. Meeting. Monday. Monday I got hit by a bus. Mm-hmm. It's still the amnesia. <laughs> um, I got hit by a bus riding my bike down to um, a meeting with Mark and a few other people. Yes. And I ended up in the hospital. It was nothing serious. Um, mainly just ended up in the hospital mainly just to um, so I could sue the motherfuckers. Yeah. Because the bus ran away. Yeah. That's not the important part though, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got kicked out of my studio for um, so that whole situation is interesting. Interesting. Um, I never really paid for the place, and I was there just because of circumstances. Um, but regardless of all that, I don't have the studio anymore, not particularly because I did anything wrong, or I'd like to think I didn't, um, but in somebody else's eyes, apparently I did. Um, now, I wanted to focus on optimism this week, um, because I think this happens to a lot of people where they, um, they end up going, like, one thing happens, one bad thing, one negative thing happens, and then they start sliding down a slope and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this happened. And then the next thing happens and they're like, oh, fuck, like the, they, nothing wants to happen. Nothing's going like I'm just going to quit or I'm going to give up or I'm going to go back to working a job or I'm going to do this or that. And it's um, it's like really hard. I, I think mm-hmm. it's not like really hard. It just is really hard. It's not it's not mm-hmm. an easy thing to like um, to get past. Mm-hmm. Because you're sitting there thinking to yourself like, oh shit, like nothing's going, no, nothing's going the right way. I just lost all the progress I had. I got hit by a bus. Um, I don't think many people say the latter, but <laughs> um, like 
in times like these, I think it's really important to kind of stay focused on what you're going to do and what you want and stay focused on the positives because I think a lot of us don't focus on that. We have so much. We, you know, our opportunity, if you're listening in America, um, you know, just being in America, being in this land of opportunity, even though with what's going on in politics, it doesn't seem so much that way. <laughs> but regardless of that, this is still one of the best places to be right now, one of the best places for growth and development. And, you know, even just being happy of a, um, a roof over your head and food. And this is nothing new. This is no new concept. But like reminding yourself of that when it's getting very, very difficult. That's what's important. That's like, because I remember I got hit by the bus and I called Mark and I, I kind of yelled at him. He called me and I was like just standing up and he's like, where are you? I'm like, I got hit by a fucking bus. And that just hung up on him. Um, and then, um, yeah, but that Wait, happened. that was your first phone call? Well, you didn't call me. I called you. No, you called me. I literally just got up. I literally got hit and stood up and you called me. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, wow. And so we went to the hospital or whatever. We kind of had a meeting there, low-key, but not really. Um, Please point out that I was there with you the entire time. Yeah, Mark was there the entire time, even went to the police station after. I really appreciated that. Um, uh, look at me, basically doing the Lord's work. Yeah. I'm basically a saint. Yeah. Mark is literally Jesus. Um, I'm basically Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was there the whole time, which I really appreciated. Um, and then... On Wednesday, yeah, on Wednesday, I um, I was on a date and I ended up um, getting a text from the person I was working with at the studio or the place at the building. He kind of works there slash manages it. Interesting situation. He's just like, come pick yourself up just out of the blue. And that sucked. And I just had to go and get everything out of there and like. It was, it was what it was, and now we're here. It's Friday. I'm sitting in a closet in a basement um, with a Mark. Basement. It's not a basement. It's not a basement. And, it's um, not a basement. You want to keep whispering to yourself? <laughs> I'm whispering to our audience. Just, I'm, like, hypnotizing them to, like, stop he does, these okay, lies. Okay, he doesn't live in a basement. He lives in his brownstone in Brooklyn, whatever. Fuck you. It's still 30 minutes outside of Manhattan, and it sucks. It's no, a, the apartment's really nice. It's sexy. This is not important. Yes, what is, is important though? It's very important for people to know that I do not live in a basement. I wish I lived in a basement. Um, what what he's saying is, what were you saying? You haven't started talking. Go ahead. No, I want you to say something. <laughs> well, I basically save his life. Like I am pretty much Christ. Like I feel oh like God. Christ and I, we have like a kinship. We're practically colleagues. <laughs> So, if I'm being completely honest. Um, so, yes, this is how I feel. I um, No, I'm kidding. Um, but, yeah, like, Steph, like, it, it was very unfortunate this week. Like, on Monday, we were meeting for another project that we were working on with some other people. And I pulled the team together. I was like, hey, everybody, let's meet here. And then he was the last person to show up, which is very atypical of him. Because uh, he's typically early. Well, I didn't show up. <laughs> well, at that time, we didn't know that you weren't yeah, showing yeah. up. We had spoken and you said you're on your way. Yeah. Biking to the location. So I called you back because this was weird. Like, why is he not here yet? And um, you're like, I just get hit by a bus. And I was like, what? Because that was like my worst nightmare coming through you people. Um, is it coming through or coming true? Coming true. Um, 
because he's pretty reckless like he thinks he's iron man and i worry about him a lot i feel like i'm in like an abusive relationship where like one person is reckless and like you spend half the time like worrying about if they're gonna physically kill themselves um so it was one of my nightmares that actually came true and i was very very sad and very very concerned um so we after he said that, oh, I'm at the police station because he flogged down like a police officer. They said, hey, go report it because he didn't report it. Didn't take down the license plate. The driver didn't stop. It was basically a hit and run, you guys. So we I immediately ran to the police station. You actually run, though. Okay, we all left and took a train to the police station where he said he was. But they made him jump in the ambulance and go to the hospital. We were all there. We turned back and then went to the hospital that he was at and um he was there whatever and then the other guys had to leave but i stayed and then we finally went to the police station after he was cleared um <laughs> then i biked back to my car and drove all the way an hour to long island <laughs> an hour back to long island um and then the next night was when the no the next night I forced him, the next day I forced him to rest because he wanted to like, oh, let's me like, ju- let's jump back on the treadmill, do work, blah, blah. I was like, no, because just so you understand, you guys, like you have to take care of your body. If you are nice to your body, your body will be nice back to you. And this is what I've been trying to teach people like ever since I started this whole entrepreneurial thing and like teaching people like be kind to yourself. It doesn't make sense destroying yourself for money because it's not going to work out. That's just not how it goes. Um, so I I was begging him to just like take it easy, just rest a little bit. And then the following day, did we meet? We did meet. And we got a whole bunch of work done. And then that night he had a date. And that's when the whole thing, the kicking out of the studio. So that's just how entrepreneurship works, you guys. It ups and downs, hills and valleys, highs and lows. You make a lot money, of downs. You lose money. A lot of downs before you go up. Oh yeah, mostly, and when you're mostly down. Yeah. Before you go. Up. Yeah, it's true. Um, but the optimistic part for me, um, entrepreneurship is knowing that I've already won, and then this is just like a part of my story that I will tell people so I can relate to more people, because if your story is I I had an idea. I pitched it to like one venture capitalist. They immediately gave me money and then we immediately went to market and it just did well and we, we became billionaires. And it's like, nobody wants that okay. story. And even if they you would wanted... Be bored, you would be bored telling that story. Though. Yeah. You don't get... And there's no way there's... And I th- I look at it this way. There's no you way... You literally just cut me off, but it's fine. Yeah, I'm no, good. it's fine. No, I did it on purpose. No, 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 I wanted fine. to. I wanted no, to let you no, know. no, Dude, I'm just I telling literally, you, it's fine. No, I understand no, that. No, don't touch me. No, I know it's fine, and no. I cut you off on purpose, okay. and I just want you to... No, I just wanted to let you know that I am aware of it. Oh, I don't want you to be okay with it. I just... Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I... <laughs> I literally that must have been really confusing for you guys over there. <laughs> Mark and I do that sometimes where it's like we just fuck around with each other in that yep. way. Um so like when we insult each other low key we'll be like, Oh, alright, alright, no no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. No, it's Anyways, fine. Um I think I, the way I look at it, I think it's important to know like you're you need to have all these downs and you need to have all these fuck ups mm-hmm. because that's the only thing that teaches you enough. It's just life preparing you for when you do make it because mm-hmm. being successful and making it is like 
it's just as hard as being a beginner and not knowing anything and just trying yeah. to figure everything out. It's just that when you're actually there, you are more you are more well equipped to handle all of the fuck ups, all of the mistakes, everything that's coming at you that more easily than when you're um, than when you're just starting out. This is true. So, if you don't go through all these learning experiences, if you don't have all these fuck-ups, if you don't, like, you know, lose a lot, like, you just lose a shit ton until one time you get lucky enough and you win. Um, if you don't have all of that, then you're not really... You're not really going to be able to be equipped enough to make it when you actually are successful. And that's why a lot of people give up, because it's not easy. It's super difficult, as mm-hmm. we're finding it. Like, as I'm finding out right now, because my journey has just started and Mark's is definitely further along in the process but i am not having an easy time right now (laughs) my even at that studio even while i was there like it was not easy there was so much shit i had to deal with so much shit i was learning so like all these people that i didn't like and that i was learning to deal with and like all Mm -hmm. of that and i guess it's like me getting kicked out is like in a way just being like oh it's time for you to like you've learned everything you can learn there you've Uh figured out the things you need to figure out now you're on to the next thing yeah like it sucks that you have to move on but it's that uncomfortableness. Wow, that's not a word. It's that it's that um, discomfort. discomfort and that um, <clears throat> and that change that's gonna make you into a better person and that's gonna take you on to the next step. Because without change, like it's not just gonna flow into the next thing. Things have to change. It's uh-huh. gonna be kind of like a shock for everyone. Yeah. Because it's gonna be like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, and then one day I was like, oh okay, I got this, and that's gonna happen <laughs> again. And you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, and I'm like, I got this again, and it's gonna happen again. You know. You get it used to something, and then it has to change again for you to progress to the next step. Yeah. And you have to just kind of, like, life just throws you into the deep end because they don't give a fuck. Like, it doesn't give a fuck. And I think maybe maybe we'll save this for a different topic as well, but just kind of easing into it a little bit, I think that's why education doesn't prepare you for anything. Like, traditional in-school education, it's very, like, you just follow the steps and you're done. But that's as far as I'll go into that because we'll save that for a different episode because I think we both have our opinions on formal education. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like it to me first of all there's this book that I really want to recommend to everybody it's what to say when you talk to yourself it's by um, Shad Helmstetter and basically what that book talks about is how poorly we treat ourselves and our mind so for example most people like we're always talking to ourselves so the title for like, most people hear the titles first I, t- I talk it's to like, myself out loud whoa that yeah you do <laughs> all it's very that. strange um talk to my they're friend like that's here in the room right now the friend in your head yeah <laughs> it's like for most people it's like i don't talk to myself it's like yes you do all the it's time like, i'm too short i'm too fat i'm too ugly i'm too skinny i'm too this i'm too that i'm tablet math i can't spell i can't i'm not formally educated i didn't go to college like oh i dropped out of college i didn't have i don't have my degree all these terrible things and we just continue like say it and say it and say it to ourselves and before you know it you're like okay I need to yes and so what this book does because what we're learning about the universe right now is that your mind doesn't know true from false it only takes on what you tell it and acts on that so for example if you know like somebody who is like like the guy who gets all the girls but then he's kind of ugly and you're like how does he get all these women like how does he get these women to like have sex with him it's like so unreal but then he does and the only reason he does is because he's telling himself he's good enough exactly he tells himself that he's great and he deserves to get his dick sucked 
that's what he does and because of that like women are just attracted to that like i don't know i'm doing like a very interesting movement right now i don't know exactly what you imagine yeah that's literally what i'm doing whatever (laughs) whatever you're imagining that's what he's doing that's literally what i'm doing um and people are attracted to that same with the guy who you know it's just like successful like everything the executive let's say yeah. that, that, like let's say you work a dead-end job right now or you work in an office or something yeah. like that the guy that um your boss and that guy's boss is no better than you or anybody else they're just like i deserve this yeah i'm good enough to be here mm-hmm. and i work my ass off and this is what i want and this is what i'm gonna get yeah and they're just really adamant about it and they mm-hmm. get it because when you do when you think you deserve something then you go after it way harder even if it's subconsciously Uh you know you're like i deserve to be successful and it comes to you because you kind of take those steps like even subconsciously too you know and you put yourself in those positions and having that um open mind and that uh, positivity and optimism opens you up for a lot of opportunities because you're not like "Ah, i don't want to go out to this event i don't want to do that i'm not good enough for that i don't deserve to be there this that and the beautiful thing about what the book is saying is that it teaches you how to reprogram yourself and how, like, first, how to be conscious of the way you speak. Because a lot of us, like, we don't know how we talk. Like, for example, um, we don't know if we're, like, super positive or super negative. Most people are not aware of this. Um, so, number two, so number one, it makes you aware. Number two, it helps you to re-engineer your thought process and your words patterns or your word pattern. Um and then three, it shows you like the different levels of positive self-talk. Um, so I would really, really recommend that to everyone. Um, it's just so important that we understand how we treat ourselves and if we're kind or unkind or if it's like just if our speech pattern is just um, doesn't make sense, you know. So, yeah, I would recommend that to everybody, like, you know, get into that by all means yeah read yes readers are leaders or leaders are readers okay leaders are readers you cannot lead if you don't read just because you need somebody else's third thought process okay so some of us don't like to read so we listen instead i'm one of those people yeah i don't i don't really read either i listen to audiobooks instead yeah TED talks and yeah i mean i i read don't get me wrong i read ferociously but i listen a lot I just, love to listen. Just as long as you're learning. Yeah. As long as you're developing yourself. Mm-hmm. As long as you're doing that. So I guess, I don't know, where is this podcast going? I think it's more so like... Optimism. What's like, Yeah, but what's next? That's what I'm focusing on right What's now. next in terms of what? Like, what's next in terms of, um, for me? Because <laughs> I've... That's all I knew before this. Like, it was like... No, studio. we were well, working. No, no. But, like, I know this in this respect, but I mean uh-huh. in that aspect of my life, like, my personal endeavors, because this is, like, work with you and stuff uh-huh. like that. Me and Mark work together on multiple projects. Uh-huh. Um, so I was thinking, like, oh, okay, what's next? Like, I don't have a studio anymore. I can't be like, hey, come to the studio and shoot this, that. Where do I go from here? And I think I'm excited because I have, um, I now have this free time to myself. Well, not so much free time, but... There's a lot of drama there, and both I have mental space and also, like, time space where the time I would have spent in the studio is now, you know, liberated. So I have to figure out something else to fill in that time. 
and it has to be something productive, you know. So I'm currently working on my on rebranding myself into marketing and taking that. Jesus Christ, he almost knocked over a lamp. Um, <laughs> I'm be exaggerating. It's fine. Um, but yeah, really, it's a matter of what I'm up to next, and I think that's the mindset everybody should be in. Like, where do they go to? after after they lose what they had or after they took an l yeah like you get knocked down but it's a matter of getting back up afterwards like okay shit like i'm here i got fucked up regroup take a minute Uh um and get back up you know yeah so when diving a little bit deeper into what how it actually happened and the, the horrible way that i actually did like just get dismissed um was I was on a date um, at a poetry slam. <laughs> um, Nothing good happens at poetry and, um And I was just sitting in there, listening, enjoying, and I got this text, and I open my phone, and I read it, um, and I see what it said, and I'm like, and I, my girlfriend immediately noticed how upset I was. Like, she immediately, she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, nothing, and I didn't really tell her, and then... Um, I was like just sitting within myself. I totally tuned out the show and everything. And I was just within myself thinking. I was like, okay, I'm good. I lost I lost that space. And this was not like after the t- after the fact. This wasn't later. This was like two minutes after I got this like text. I was like very upset. And then I was like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Chill. I'm good. I'm still on the right track. I'm still working with Mark. I still got my own thing. This is just a small minor setback. It seems really big right now, but in the grand scheme of things, I haven't even been in the real world for a year. Yeah. Um, like I haven't been doing anything outside of like outside of school for a year and I just started. And the fact that I'm already here this early is really great. So it's just a matter of getting into that mindset and reminding yourself of once you're down, reminding yourself of all the positive things because staying down and staying upset is a lot easier than like pepping yourself back up. Mm-hmm. Um, being, you know, just sitting down and taking it is like easier. You know, you're not putting in any effort. You're not, it doesn't take a, an actual, like any energy from you to be like, all right, no, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to do this. I'm going to like, I'm going to make myself in a better mood because it's not, First of all, it's not cool to be in an upset mood. It's not like good to be angry at anything. Um, and as a lot of people know, mostly from social media, misery loves company. True. A lot of people are on there, like on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, whatever. They're like, ah, oh, my life sucks. This sucks. This, this, this. Mm-hmm. And There's a lot of memes like that too. If you're, uh, there are. <laughs> it's a lot of negative memes and a lot of negative tweets and stuff. Like, oh, I fucking hate my life. Like, who? Like, uh, tag if you can relate or fucking like if you can relate or whatever the fuck and i think that's all bullshit because why would you want to be upset like why would you encourage that yeah it just puts other people in a shitty mood it's like oh yeah my life's super shitty too and like this is so great we're doing this together i'm like not really like you can just change like do something that you enjoy that's why when mark said like tgif at the beginning of the episode i was like no that's not cool because if you're living your whole life for the weekend then five days out of seven you're hating it and why would you why would you do that to yourself? Why would you want to be upset like that? Why would you want to relate with somebody else that does that? I'm not um, upset at the other days. I'm just happy that I get to relax. I actually don't get yeah, to relax. You, we both work on weekends. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think you're just feeding into like everybody else's. Well, but like you continue to work on weekends and you don't hate your weekdays either. Yeah. 
Because um, it's not, it's, there's no difference. Yeah, there is no difference. <laughs> like, I have no difference between my weekdays and weekends. God, that's so weird. Um, so that's entrepreneurship life for you. Yeah, you just got to keep working all the time. And even after you make it, you have to work even harder then. Like, it doesn't stop. Um, Maybe I'm having a change of heart. What? No, stop, Mark. Don't give up on me. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I want my weekends. I don't want to keep working on for the rest of my life. Well, you're going to. Just take it. But. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. I've heard that before in a different context. But no, but let's be real here. Well, being an entrepreneur, it doesn't matter how many hours, how many days you're working. There's a difference because you're working for yourself. True. When you're working a job, you are literally putting money in somebody else's pocket true and if you think about it totally totally separated i don't know what the fuck that means um but if you think about it they're paying you what they think you're worth but they're not paying you equal to your worth it's true because if they pay you equal to their to your worth then you're not going to make them any money true there's no net gain for them yeah so they pay you less than your worth to do a job for them that's making them money and not yeah. progressing you at all yeah <laughs> that's why i only do freelance work i never fucking ever you guys like sign on with a company to say oh yeah i'll be an employee or i'll yeah. be this and that i'm like nope it's either i'm a consultant or like an independent freelance person or whatever like i am not fucking doing that because it's just like not they're just start eating your soul yeah because really i I saw this quote i forget who said it but um your paycheck is just the um it's just a bribe they tell they give you to um to forget your dreams it's true and it's very true like you're just you're literally sitting in an office or in a whatever whatever job you might be doing office um why can't I think of anything else? School, bus, bus, train, train, airplane, fucking, yeah, whatever it may be. And some people are okay with that, but I, I feel like everybody listening to this podcast is not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, a lot of you guys are very driven. A lot of you yeah. guys really want a lot more for yourselves than is being offered to you by a job. Yeah. There's no, there's no fulfillment there because you're working for somebody else and you can feel that, you know, you feel like this emptiness. I was just yesterday, I was helping my friend with something and we were at her apartment. It's like really nice. And right across the street, well, not right across the street, like exactly next door was like an office building. And I saw these people just like sitting there at their computers under these like fluorescent lights and just like typing away. And they're just like drinking coffee and typing and drinking coffee and typing. And I go, how mind numbing, how life sucking, how soul crushing. And then you is just, that work? And then you just go home and you're like, and you I don't want to do anything. I just want to watch TV and die. Because what do you want to do uh, after you spend your whole day? This company has drained all of your mental capacity from doing all of this fucking bullshit work that's not helping you at all. And then you go home and you're like, I don't want to fucking do anything. I've already made some money today. Like I've did my, I've had my worth. I'm gonna go home and play video games or jerk off or whatever it is you might be or go party or this and that yeah and it's just like and then you keep doing it over and over again and then you get like two weeks of vacation a year for the whole year get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here you can't like i i remember like i worked a job um at sky zone 
<laughs> That's bullshit. When I was in high school. What is Sky Zone? It's a trampoline park. Don't. I shouldn't have uh, even said the name. I don't endorse them. They're assholes. <laughs> um, and I'd go and like my friends would be like, yo, like come hang out with us or whatever. I'm like, I can't. I have to work. I'm like, like what the fuck? I mean, you have to say that when you're an entrepreneur yes, too. You, you but do. you're working for your own dreams yeah, yeah. and your own goals. But you also have a choice then. Like, yeah, I have yeah, a meeting. Right, I right, have right, a meeting. Right. I have like something that you can't control. And you're yeah. like, you're like, I have to go tend to my company. Right. But that's totally different than yeah. being like, I have to go and slave for someone else. Yeah. And most of the times, like, the work that you do, you don't care about. Yeah. No, like, then there are exceptions. Yeah. There are people who love their work. Like, yeah. I know teachers who would yeah, never exactly. trade that for anything. I know people who are, like, um, doctors. Like, my brother. Yeah. Actually, he doesn't. No. He's getting at the business end of the medical field. Yeah. Which, that's where the money is. Bro, I, I, listen, me and him or like, I'm hitching my wagon to his because we were already in business together. Yeah. We're developing uh, like a company and everything. He's awesome. Um, so there are people who enjoy what they're doing. But for the most part, most work, they don't know what he cares. Like accounting, you can't wake up and be like, I am so excited. I'm so passionate about accounting, counting other people's money. No. Well, you don't know. Maybe some people are. How? What I is the know. passion in that? I don't know. Or like but, a recruiting. I was in recruiting yeah. forever. There's no... You don't wake up and be like, Ha! Let me go find the next DevOps engineer. It's like, what? That's not a thing. That's not... It's it's good money. It's great money. Yeah, but like money? <laughs> yeah. Money dough? Yeah. So um, I think that's what motivates a lot of people. It's like, oh, let me give up on my dreams and just work for this money. So I I always look at it. I think I told you this earlier, Mark. Um, that's kind of funny. We're both doing the exact same thing. Are we? Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Um, we're just both twiddling with some stuff um, in our hands. It's <laughs> kind of funny. Wow. Um. Anyways, if you're sitting there just thinking about money your whole life, and then one day you're just like in your deathbed, because that's what oh it's like. God. It's like one day, like. I'm alive living and then the next year literally in your deathbed. Like that's that's how it is. <laughs> I hope that's not how it goes. And then But you had a near death experience, so you can no, tell that's us. That's not what I mean though. But like over time, you know, you're like, where did my whole life go? Like, yeah, I don't want that. Um and so you're sitting there and you can be surrounded by money. Yeah. Like literally surrounded by piles of money. And none of that matters like none of that matters because um you can't take that any of that to the grave none of that is memories none of that is something you've shared with another human soul Uh it's just piles and piles of paper with perceived value and i'm not saying money is not important because i think that i think that quote saying um that um money money doesn't solve your problems or like money doesn't make you happy that's bullshit that's totally bullshit because if if you're struggling to pay your bills and like that's taking away your joy yeah feed your family or whatever not yeah money solves all of your problems yeah every single last one of them yeah yes there are all of the problems that we have in regards to you know love friends community relationship all that stuff fulfillment but like when you're financially fucked, 
Yeah, it makes everything ten times it's harder. So yeah, it's way harder. So I think that's just really bullshit. And like anybody who says that is very tone deaf. Or they don't have any money and they're trying to make themselves <laughs> feel better. Yes, yeah. or that. But money would still solve the problems. Yeah. Regardless of what they say, if they just had like a hundred thousand dollars, they'd be like, "Yeah, that's it. Done. I'm good. Right Done. Now. I'm good right now." And yeah. you know, you, you can focus on the other things that make them happy. But still, money at the end of your life does not fulfill you it doesn't fill that void in your soul don't do that this dude started dancing next to me um money doesn't fill that void in your soul you know it doesn't it doesn't bring you the joy that you want because yeah so what if you make like two million in a year like that's that's cool uh -huh. but what about like, what did you do all that year? Did you learn anything? Did you do anything fulfilling? Are you happy with yourself mm -hmm. after that $2 million? Are you just looking at this pile of cash that you're going to spend anyways and be like, this is everything I've ach achieved? I'm like, cool, but what about the rest of your year? You spent yeah. your entire year, like, an entire, all of this time of your life that you won't, first of all, you never get it back. Time is the most valuable resource. 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 You'll never get any second back. Every second that you waste in this life you're never getting back it's over it's, it's gone. gone forever and one day all of those seconds are going to be gone and you're going to be dead <laughs> wow and that's no but really pretty heavy but remind yourself of that like <laughs> you'll be, you're gonna be dead like soon <laughs> in, the, in the grand Whoa. scheme of things i'm not trying to be pessimistic but really like think about it like soon you're gonna be dead in the grand in the grand scheme of things, it's true. Okay, all right. And I okay. And you're gonna get there, and you're gonna be like, "Oh fuck!" Like I like I'm dying, and like, what did I do? Yeah. You don't want to regret things, is all I'm saying. So yeah. stay positive. Don't don't be upset. Don't be sad. Life will work out. It's just step by step. Whatever hardships you're in, the situation can change if you have the right mindset. Yeah, Mark? Yeah, um, no, I absolutely agree with that. But a very, very important thing is that you just take the time to understand where you are, like take stock of what you're doing. Because a lot of the time is, <laughs> we kind of, for the lack of a better way of putting it, we waste our lives. So for example, you spend like three years in a relationship that was no good for you. Oh, no. Or, I don't see, I don't agree with that. I think that's bullshit because even if you're in a relationship that's no good for you, you learn a lot from it. And you still do. You don't need to learn but, every single lesson firsthand. No, you don't. But you still did enjoy time with that person at one point. No. Yes. No. If you, listen, if you have checked out of a relationship. Oh, no, that I agree with. But so I think at some point in that relationship, you did enjoy it because you right, wanted to be Right, right. But you didn't, listen. You didn't a lot need of the people, other two years. You did not need the other two but years. But that one year was worth it. It wasn't worth the three years. It wasn't when, worth the when, three years. When you know it's time to pull the plug, pull the plug. And whatever it is that you're doing. A lot of people stay in the same job, bro, for like 10 years. And they hated every second of it. Yeah. And they knew it wasn't right. They knew it. Like, this isn't right for me. This is not good. And you waste your life. Because when you have a full-time job, that's 12 hours a day. Gone. Because you think what? you're there for eight hours, but oh, you have man. to go in earlier. You have to commute there. You have to stay a little bit later. Nobody, like, clocks out immediately as it says five. I'm sure some people do. 
you, you get called into the office after like two days of doing that. Uh, yeah, you you I've yeah, I have you haven't you haven't experienced it. Like this. trust me, if you're one of those that you leave exactly at five, and especially if you come right on time, they call you in the office and they're like, hey, you know, we noticed that you. You know, you run out right away. That da, you're da, here on time and then and you, you leave, leave on time. time. Yeah, what the we fuck don't is like wrong that. With Please you? don't do that yeah, anymore. <laughs> yeah, so you stay, you get there early. So most people get to work like 20 minutes, 25 minutes before time. And then you have to commute there. And then you have to stay a little bit later, then commute home. So the time that you have to yourself or with your family or your loved one, you sleep for eight hours. So you have four hours with your loved ones per day. And you know you spend half of that like showering, eating, watching TV, hiding in the closet, watching your porn, jerking off. It's like such a limited on, your hold entire on, hold time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like glossed by the fact that you just said hiding in your closet watching porn. Who is hiding in their closet watching porn? Are Most you going married in this men, no. Most married men don't watch porn in front of their wives. Oh well. Yeah, obviously. So but or they try to hide their pornography habits don't, don't, from their wives. Still masturbating closet, so. What if it's their safe space? In a closet? I don't know. Figure that out. <laughs> Find another safe space. Find another safe space. But the point is, we have such little time to ourselves, and I would I say don't give any of it to anyone that you don't want to exactly that's my and don't do listen i'm at a point in my fucking life where i'm not doing a fucking thing if i don't want to do it i've engineered my life in such a way that the people i'm surrounded with i love the things that i'm doing on a day-to-day basis i care about passionately i am not doing jack shit that i don't want to do now listen it took me a very long time to work out to this i did the nine to five for many many years I did it for a very long time. I earned this shit. Okay? Because I had to pay my bills. I had to pay my rent. I had to feed myself. I'm literally doing the grab right now. You know that ghetto girl grab? Feed myself. Pay my bills. Yes. I wish you guys could see this. Yo, we need video for this. Um, and so, yeah. That's, that's, that's where I was. You know, so you guys have to figure out, like, you can't come out of the womb, like, you know, kicking and punching and demanding shit, but you earn it. You know, you engineer your life in such a way that you can say, I deserve this. So basically what Mark's saying is I'm talking out of my ass because I've never experienced any of this. No, no. I think you can do, I think you can do whatever you want. I have never worked a nine to five job. Yeah. I have never slaved away doing something i didn't enjoy not even in high school I you enjoyed like your jobs it's what yeah jobs? like your lifeguard oh well yeah but that was like i enjoyed that though yeah that's what i'm saying you enjoyed the work that you did in the past yeah because it was fun and it was like a summer job and i got to deal with people i enjoyed yeah. but like i've never actually like i've never been a part i am not a part of the real world yet yeah i am not there i'm literally still just entrepreneurship is real yeah it is I'm, I'm still figuring it out, though. I don't think the 9 to 5 is the real world. Those that are the people true. who are stuck in the matrix. <laughs> I think. Mark took the blue pill. Yeah. Because, like, no. Because you're, like, giving your life away. You go to school for four years, which is already bullshit. I mean, I did it. But it's horseshit. 
and then you go to a place that you don't care about doing work that you don't you're not passionate about with people you don't even like for money that's bullshit when you put it all together like i mean it's all bullshit go fuck yourself. it's like why am i doing this oh yeah. i need to buy my food or even worse i need to buy that new bmw that my friend just got oh yeah that's when you know you need a brain surgeon <laughs> It's like you're buying things yeah. to impress people you don't even like. Yeah. That shit's real, bro. A lot of people, I, I gotta get that apartment. Yeah. Or like, I gotta do this or that. And it's like, yeah, maybe you want it too. Maybe you yeah. do want that Yeah, it's thing, all right like, to like nice things. Yeah, but... But for the sole purpose of like... A, yeah, for someone else. Yeah, that's so weird to me. Or I like never work harder that. for somebody else just because... And it not even make you happy? Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, and you see, you made you might as well just like live at your job. (laughs) Just never leave. (laughs) Don't even. A lot of people do. Just no, just stay there all the time and never interact with anyone. A lot of people do. Like people who work in law, they don't have lives. Doctors, they don't have lives. Do you know any doctors with lives? Yeah. Who? All all of my dad's friends. Bro. Bro. Jesus. Do, okay, don't even get me started. Because okay, I think I think a lot of the the what what we're saying is like some doctors really do enjoy their jobs and they're fulfilled. Yes, it depends if you have your own. But practice, yes, it okay, depends the situation too. But what Mark is trying to say, I think, is that speak for yourself, bro. Don't go speak ahead, for just me. go, just go, just go, just I'm it's saying, fine. Just no, go. no, 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 no. Of course it's fine. I'm saying these people don't have lives because when you're on call twenty four hours a day. Or when you have to work a 36 hours um, fucking shift, you can't then turn around and say you have a life. That's your life. Yeah. You know, even people with their own practice. Like, you have your practice, the practice is you. You have a couple of nurses who support you, but you are the practice. You're there when it opens and you're there when it closes. And you're there six days a week. There's no life. What life? But that's what some people enjoy. Nah, bro. Nah, I know people that listen. That. You can enjoy you it, but you the workload. Don't talk for somebody else. Though. Wait, wait. Let's work this out rationally. You can say you enjoy the work, but the load and the pressure cannot be enjoyable. L- listen, if someone said to you, "What's your favorite thing to do?" Snowboard. Are you asking me? Yes. Oh, snowboard. Yeah. If someone I says you said to smoke you, a bowl. No, snowboard. If someone says to you. You need to snowboard six days a week, 12 hours a day, every day for the rest of your life. Would you feel the same way? That's no, what I'm saying. No, no. But, that's but the point. Wait, but wait, some Go people ahead. do like that. No. Yes, that's what athletes do, bro. Bro, and they love, a lot of them that's love that. Job. But they love it. They love every moment of it. Nah, bro. You don't know because you can't speak for somebody else. That's their job. But you do the same thing. Entrepreneurship is your life. Uh-huh. This is your life, being an entrepreneur. Nah, bro. Yes. Helping people is my life. Helping people is my life. That is something I could do. And even then, the difference between entrepreneurship is that you tap out when you're full. It's like, if I don't want to work tomorrow, I cancel all my meetings. I don't want to do it. The difference between that and a job is that you have no choice. Is that you have to go when you don't want to go. And you have to stay when you're tired. Exactly. When I'm tired, I keep going. But when I hit that point where like I'm exhausted and I'm no longer productive, I stop. Yeah. 
So there's that's that. I think that's the line of demarcation. Yeah, there's a difference. Being forced to do something that you yeah. don't want to do. Because once you get to that point, you start burning out. You burn out. And this is why, like, I was listening to a podcast. And because my brother is going through his um, residency right now for his doctor thing. And his doctor thing. <laughs> so he, I was like, I was listening to the podcast and they were saying that the guy who started like modern day medicine and the way they have it structured now with the residents and the interns and whatever, he was on fucking coke when it just came out. And so he could work like a dog, like 18, 20, 36 hours a day. Yeah, man. 36 hours a day. 36 hours straight. I think you're on something. (laughs) And because of that, like he expected his interns, his residents to like maintain the same level, the same work ethic as him. But did he provide them coke? No, he did not. And so that's why they're stuck in the matrix right now, because like they're all working like these crazy hours and it doesn't make sense. But here's the kicker. The more you work, the duller your senses and the more you're prone to accidents. So a lot of the more the high mortality rate is due to like overwork and tired doctors. Same thing with pilots. Same thing with everything. Yeah. Athletes. Like, you know, like, let's say if you've ever gone skiing one time, like just gone to the slopes or whatever, um, you, you know, like that last run of the day is the worst. It's the worst. It's the most dangerous because you're like kind of shaky. You're really tired. You're Mm -hmm. like, I need to like stop right now. Yeah. And your legs are hurting and everything. And you can really get hurt because you're not as quick. You're not Mm -hmm. as nimble. And it's the same thing with work because not even accidents. Like you're, you're pushing yourself past a certain point and you're like, I can't work anymore. And like, I'm, you still have to continue doing it. It's just not happening. Like a lot of these companies just keep you like, a robot yeah i remember so i don't know if i talked about this or even told you about this i worked a um when i first came into the city i worked a marketing job no yes i Are you serious? Ever, well yeah i haven't told you this no so i worked a marketing job um i um i went so i fuck this is like my first experience with like professionalism oh my God. um i i got up in my suit i got an interview i'm like ah whatever it's been months since i because i didn't get hired or anything so i got i go to this marketing company on uh on 40th on 40th no on 39th and uh wait that sounds like one of those like either you yes okay oh my god no yes no so (laughs) and i go in and there's like i shit you not there is like So I have long hair. I don't know if you guys see me or anything. I have very long hair. I just kind of stand out. I'm very tall. <laughs> I'm kind of like he is. Like I look a little funny. Um, so I walk in. I <laughs> and it's just this small, like this oh, little no. hallway with a tiny oh, little no. desk oh, no. and, a, and a small Bluetooth speaker playing. And I walk in in my suit, all ready to go. And there's like a hundred people in this tiny little area. All dressed in like different clothing, different stuff, getting taken in and out of interviews by like these other people that are supposed to be like marketing experts and like bullshit oh like that God, no. managers. And I wait for like an hour and they write down the time that you get in, right? They write down the time you get in and they write down the time you leave at, how long you're there, whatever. And I go in and I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. Like, I'm super excited. Like, I, not really. I was not like this. I was like, what the fuck? Why is there so many people here? Like, this is weird. I don't like this. Um, <laughs> I walk in the interview. The guy's super nice. His name was um, Mo. Don't say his name. Mo. Nobody knows. Mo. 
Um, nobody knows who that is. Um, so I walk in. Uh, I sit down. I I say hello. Like I introduce myself. I'm trying to be. I, I pull out all of my stuff. Oh, I'm like, I'm gonna be super bubbly. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna be like, I can offer everything to this company. I'm the best. I'm whatever. And it fucking works, bro. Out of everyone there, like, uh, so he called me back for an interview the next day, and um, it was me and two other guys. No. Yeah. No, three other guys. My bad. One guy went to Yale, was in law. One dude, what? yeah, one dude went to Princeton. One dude's just like I don't, I don't know. He worked in marketing or something before. They were all in their thirties. I'm just sitting there, eighteen, like, wow. I don't know what I'm doing here in a Starbucks. Um, first of all, I made a mistake. I ordered a latte, and I it, had, it waited. A, it took a way longer time than uh, their coffees took. Wow. So I walk in, uh, I'm waiting downstairs, they're already upstairs having the meeting already, they left me behind. Oh no. I get my latte, I run upstairs, I'm like, and the speaker's playing, and he starts talking, and I'm like, and we're sitting right underneath the speaker playing music, I'm like, I can't hear you, can we move? No, And he moves, didn't. so I think he appreciated that though, right? Um, we move over to the other table, we sit down, we talk, and apparently I knew some, I knew a lot of the stuff he was talking about, because I started answering questions, and I started getting engaged, and next thing you know, the interview ended of all uh, all three of us whatever he took we went back to the place um we sat down he like had a little individual interview and then i signed some paperwork whatever gave it to him um and he called me that night and he's like out of all of those people i chose you (laughs) and i'm like cool like i'm really excited i'm like yeah yeah, i have a job like i'm employed like i'm not a loser i'm not a bum (laughs) this is like straight up like Oh my god. I still am not super sure. I knew it was like marketing, but like I didn't know it was this type of marketing super sure. But I go in, I um for the first day of training. Oh I sit god. down no. with a bunch of other people. No. no. I'm sitting there like I'm I already want to kill myself. No. I already want to kill myself. I'm <laughs> sitting in a suit. I'm like, why am I here right now? <laughs> and it's warm as shit outside. I'm like, I should be enjoying my day and surfing. <laughs> I'm sitting there and that was when it hit me. I'm like, I can't go surfing tomorrow because I have to be here. <laughs> so I sit down, I take notes, whatever. I'm listening. And like, there's all these people, like these two women and three men and me. And they're like fucking competing with each other to like say the answer faster to the question that this dude is trying to teach. I'm sitting there like, y'all are stupid as fuck. Wow. Because I didn't give a shit. I was like, why? Like, what is going on? Like, this is so fucking stupid. You're competing for nothing. You already got the job. And I'm like, they're just so, like, direction-oriented. They're like, I just need to get to the top of the ladder or whatever. Like, this rat race mentality. I sit there. I go through training. I come back for another day, whatever. Okay. This is when shit gets real. Oh, no. I come back for the first day of work, with quotations. Oh, God. And um, they have their morning meeting. I have to be there at 7 in the morning. This is not normal. Seven in the morning, I have to be there. I have an hour-long commute from Jamaica. Seven in the morning, I have to wake up at 5.30. Uh Uh-uh. And this is when they tell me my schedule. Six days a week, nine hours a day. No, 11 hours a day. That's That's slavery. Yeah. Literally. Second, (laughs) I go in. I'm still kind of excited. I'm like, all right, we'll check out what's going on. I like kind of the vibe here. Like, everybody's kind of chill. Oh, no. And they're having these, like, because this is, like, high-scale pumping out marketers, right? Uh. So they're just training people in this one big room. ever super loud, and they're, like... Yelling and, and everything. And they're yelling and everything, and they're, like... They're just talking, like, to people, and they're, like, 
learning the script. They gave me a fucking script, bro. <laughs> I, I shit you not. They gave me a goddamn paper script to read and to memorize. And I had to read it a few times to this random dude. Whatever. I was like, all right, I kind of got it. And then Mo, the boss, took me out. He, nobody else got taken out by the boss. Like, only me. Apparently, he really liked me. Um, like, I did... I'm very oh, good at interviews, I think. Oh, God. So, I go out, right? I'm, like, we, literally facepalm oh, right I now. Know. Oh, I know. We so go bad. out, and he's like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to go in Brooklyn. And I'm like, oh, my God. We literally have to go to Brooklyn and walk into stores and fucking pitch them this thing. And no, just get, I, we got no, rejected so many times, which wasn't no. the negative thing. And then I made a sale, which was cool, because I'm good at talking. Oh, great. And he's like, oh, my God. Like, nobody's ever done this before. You're supposed to fuck up your first day. And I'm like, what are you talking about? This is, like, so stupid. Like, this is just talk to the person. <laughs> and because, like, they literally trained to be, like, robots. Just read the script. Like, yeah. just read the script. Um, and that was, like, the whole day until, like, 7 p.m. I am I'm in dress shoes. I'm in a suit. I'm like, I don't even want to stand up anymore. Yeah. Like, I've been walking all day, the entire day, and it's like, you have to hit a quota of 60 people. You have to. You We so come back to the bad. office two hours after the workday is supposed to have ended. Mm-hmm. I go in, mm-hmm. and he takes me into the manager's office, like the big boss's office. So Moe's boss. Yeah, Moe's boss. Walk in. God, the bullshit of it all. And this British dude. Oh, fuck. Hold on. I totally missed a step. Before we went out in the morning... The dude, the big boss, t- stood up and wrote a bunch of numbers on a board. And he's like, this is why you got to go this and this. He's like trying to encourage us, like to rally us. He's like, you have to work harder because we are trying to get more numbers and this and this. And he tried to make it seem like it's for yourself, but really it's just for the company and like bullshit. It's for him. And I was just looking at him and like, you're really going to tell us to make you more money right now? Straight to our faces. <laughs> and everybody else was like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, are you fucking shitting me right now? Like, how are you guys okay with this? <laughs> I go out whatever after the day and I go back to him and he's like did you hit the first question he asked he said hello did you hit 60 did you meet your quota how did he do that was all he asked nothing personal I'm like this dude is worthless to me mm-hmm. I go home I'm like I'm never coming back mm-hmm. I just I went home and I was, did they send you a check for your I, no they haven't no should I sue yes I should sue right you definitely should sue you know I love to sue yeah Mark loves suing I'm gonna <laughs> sue you're right cause I didn't know it. I should have asked you that question way earlier I'm gonna sue them you definitely um, should sue them they need to send you your money yeah they owe you money yeah, they you do. made a sale yeah that is true um so I lit I go out and I go home and I'm like I'm it was like 10 o'clock when I got home. Oh my God. I'm like, and then to do it all over again the next day at 7 a.m. I have to do this again tomorrow and then do it again. Ugh, for the rest again, of your life. And again oh, and again. Oh no. Oh my God. And again and again. I'm, and I'm suicidal like, hearing Bro, this. like, what do you mean I have to do this again? Like, how? How? Like, right? how am I going to do this again? Six like, days I, a week. And I, this isn't benefiting me in any way. I hate this shit. <laughs> how am I going to do this? I'm like, and I was like, I came to a conclusion. I'm like, I'd rather be homeless living in a fucking ditch than do this again. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God. Seriously. Cause I have no, I had no life at that point. If I continued doing that, I would have had zero life. Yeah. I would have had one day a week where I wouldn't even want to move. Cause for the other six days, I have to work 12 hours a day. You know what's so funny? Bro. So there are two types to that thing. Actually, there are some people who like it. There was this girl who was interning for me before you. Her, and... Jesus. Um, she started it and she started to build her team because you know like you're supposed to build a team and move up the ranks yeah, and whatever. I know. She started to build her team but she got pregnant and they kicked her out. 
Um, it's so bad, these people. They just yeah, care about the money. Yeah, because they don't care about you. They definitely do and not. And yet, it could be enjoyable once you get to the top level. Yeah. But, like... Because the top dude, he's just, like, fat and collecting the money. But, no, like, this dude had to work like crazy. Mo, this guy, he's, yeah. like, working like crazy all the time. I'm like, I don't want to work like this to make somebody else money. <laughs> I'm like, this is... I'd rather die. Like, yeah. why? This is, like... Because I was sitting there, I'm like... What were you selling? Oh, energy, um, energy of some kind uh, of something. It's like, the fucking energy, guys. Yeah. You know that um, Lewis used to be a mall. Really? Yes. He used to do this. Yes. Oh my god. He had his office in Times Square. All of those fucking people are in Times Square in yeah, the Midtown area. They're sitting right there in Times. I'm like, I like the smell of the building. Ah! I was like, ah. <laughs> I, and I, quit, I texted him i'm like bro like i got another job and i texted him at five in the morning guys i told yeah. him like i'm not coming in like yeah. i'm not like i don't want to do this yeah funny story <laughs> the same thing happened to me exactly really? the same thing that's why i knew that's as soon really as you said the it, same thing say, the guy took me out the big dude took me out i made two sales <laughs> Yeah, this is the first day. And he's yeah. like, wow, like, I how'd think, you do that? What was I selling? I think this one was like selling like credit card machines or something like that. <laughs> it's all bullshit, bro. Listen. Yeah. But you know what? I don't oh. want to shit on it because some people no, some yeah. people do it and make it and whatever. They like it. Some people do enjoy it because yeah. it's like the result. It's like yeah. that competition. Yeah. Because like walking around all yeah. outside. Do, you see, that brings me back to my thing. I'm like, if I can do this for somebody else, if I can canvas yeah. for another company, if I can like read a script and close a sale and bring it home, yeah. I can fucking do, do it, it for myself. myself right? Why not? I'm like, I was there. I learned some of that shit. Like, I can do it now. Like, I'll take some of that and like put it in my own shit. Bro. Because what the fuck? Yeah. What? No, like, I thought that was ludicrous, the fact that somebody yeah. asked me to do that. Yeah. The it's fact so that bad. So, the fact that a fucking person asked me, another human being yeah. asked me, Six days a week, ninety, almost ninety percent of my time. And you know what? To I fucking think... work for them, twelve hours a day, like a fucking slave. Yeah. Imagine and give me a little bit of money for it. Same energy into our own thing. Six days a week, bro. That's what I was trying day. to get the schedule done. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do. That's what I'm trying. But what the fuck are you talking about? Twelve fuck off. Fuck out of here. And then. The- and it makes me actually angry the fact that this motherfucker had the audacity to be up to walk out there and be like, go close sales today and make me fucking money. He literally was like, the company makes money, we make money. I'm like, mm. you, I, and I don't think they pay you for like the first like, no. 90 days or no. something like that. They say you work for nothing for 90 days. Oh, so maybe that's why you won't get your I check. Yeah. No, I think it was... I don't know what the fuck it was. No, you don't work for free for 90 days. I wasn't an intern. Like, I got hired. There was a dude older than me that was in the same training course that was an intern that wasn't getting paid. And I was younger than him by... Oh, he no. he was, like, a recent grad. Like, just graduated. 22. They make you do these, like, cheers before you go, like... Oh, yes! I know! Oh, my God! And everybody's they yelling! They hand in, and I'm like, I wanted to fucking kill <laughs> i wanted to cry you're like what is going on like, I who's, who's the winner you're the winner who's the winner i was like i have to do this like <laughs> oh my god it's such bullshit it's brainwash it's you should, literally we should have lewis on the show to talk about the bullshit of it all like he quit the whole thing and he was mo yeah yeah fuck that bro mo told me he was a biomedical engineer major i'm like i don't i literally just graduated and i am in the (laughs) same job basically the same job as you like fuck off (laughs) fuck off he thought he was like 
pumping like, himself up, making yeah, himself I'm like, look bro, better. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you look like a loser right now. Like, get out of here. That's so funny. Like, cool, you make $150,000 a year, right? Which is an all right salary. That's no money. It's not. It's not money. But, like, for a middle class, it's all right. It's whatever, right? And and you work six days a week. No, he actually works seven days a week. He told me, he's like, I work every day. I'm like... Right? Do you have a life? Yeah. Like... You can't even start a family. You don't even have time to have sex. You yeah. want to go home and just sleep. Yeah. Like that's so weird. What do you why why would you be proud of being there? Anyways, don't ever work for a fucking marketing yeah, firm like that. No. And if you do, you should quit immediately. And kill yourself. And don't kill whoa. <laughs> whoa. Okay, fine. No, don't, don't kill, kill yourself. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't kill yourself. He told me a few days ago he's <laughs> as a joke again, but he's still the way he phrased it, he's like some people are too fucking pussy to even jump. They get all the way up to the edge and they don't jump. Like, fucking jump, bitch. No, no because a lot of people this don't dude. have what it takes to kill themselves. <laughs> what are we talking this about right guy, now? Okay. Don't kill yourself is what I'm saying. <laughs> so even though this is about optimism, we went down a rabbit hole. Um, just, just stay optimistic. Yes, and do not kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. Okay. I'm sad that we have to say that. Yeah. At the end of the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for that, <laughs> Oh, my God. Are you going to wrap it up or you want me to wrap it up? Did you really ask me that? Yes. No, <laughs> you don't get to wrap up the podcast. Okay. All right. So wrap it up then. <laughs> all right, guys. No, wait. Let me plug myself. Plug yourself. Okay. Go for it. Listen, it's not something I haven't done before. Um <laughs> So my name is Mark Rankin. I'm the um, founder and CEO of Rankin Styles. Please find me on the interweb on um, Instagram. It's Rankin Styles, R-A-N-K-I-N-E-S-T-Y-L-E-S. And you can very, very soon find me on multiple other, other platforms. And you can call me too. My number is 347. No, I can't give you my number. <laughs> um, but yeah, look me up and give me a call. Oh, actually, my number is on yeah, my Instagram. So Don't call plug me. Number, just, email me. just call me. Yeah, just call Mark. Um, yeah. I'm Stefan Crisario. You can follow my Instagram. Um, you can check out my website. What's you your know, Instagram? S-T-E-F-A-N underscore C-R-U-C-E-R-U. And you can check out my company Instagram, Crucero Media, same hey. last name, media.com. Nice. And the Instagram as well. Um, yeah. Until next time. I mean. I love you. Yeah. Just don't kill yourself and don't kill yourself. quit your job at a marketing firm. And yeah. just stay positive. You got this. You, you got, got this. this. You got this. See you guys.